Hey everyone, this is Mindset and Moxie with myself, Rebecca Hamilton, and Cheryl Hauk. Um, Hi, Rebecca. We are hey. where we live mindful and not mindful. Right. This morning, we had some technical difficulties, right? And this is all part of our, our messaging in that life is imperfect. And when yeah. life throws you a curveball, you're just swear, right? You got, you got to keep on going. So that was, and I love it when it seems like any time, you know, you're trying to do something and it's like technology can always sort of throw you off. But, you know, the key is to not get frustrated and just go with the flow. Like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? I think one of the things that entrepreneurs in general bring to the table, at least the ones that stay in that um, type of uh, business is the resourcefulness. So I love being resourceful and that we finally were like, you know, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do this. And then we just got here and we're like, okay, we're good. We're going to roll out. Resiliency. And we weren't afraid to go live and look silly. And we probably did. Yeah. If anybody was watching, although I, I'm not sure that we have anybody yet. <laughs> we work on that. So. Oh, it's all good. So Rebecca, I really appreciate this Monday template that this space we're reserving to to, to, to help one another. We, we, we discovered in conversation that there is a lot of exchange here that's super valuable. And why not share some tidbits of information and insight? You've studied so much on mindset. And uh, we, we talked earlier about how we, we were a little bit of a yin and a yin partnership because you have absolutely mastered, but there's no end. There's no arriving. We know that. But the mindset piece of it, and then uh, myself, I have been one to keep my legs moving and, and do a lot and hustle, and it reminds me of the be, do, have principle that Zig Ziglar brings to us, right? Mm -hmm. So we yeah. can do, we can keep our legs moving, and we can make things happen, we can hustle, but you know what? There's a better way. There's a better way if you can focus on the being part before doing, and then you can have amazing things when you put those, when those two marry, right? No, I completely agree. And it's funny, you say Zig Ziglar, and I think that's not where I heard be, do, have, but I heard it from somebody who was talking about the be, not as much the do, whereas Zig Ziglar, I think, was more focused on the do, not the be. And, and it's easy to get into that do because it's easier right? Because our thoughts are much more, uh, they're what's shaping our actions. So if, you know, it's easier to get up and move your legs than it is to change a thought. But if you put in the work, your thoughts start to work for you. And so it's that, you know, and sometimes you can use energy to, to sort of get into that B. Um, but it's, it, there's just such a better, a better space. And that's, that is something I've been so, so, so about for, you know, forever. And I love the fact that, and Cheryl and I are very similar in a lot of ways, and then we're different in a lot of ways. Um, and because she is very, you know, we just talking about doing this show and, you know, she's very scheduled and it's like, well, what do we do here? What do we do here? And then I'm very like, I don't know. Let's just get on and talk. <laughs> she's like, Rebecca, <laughs> it's not going to work for me. And it's so funny. You make a good point. You know, it's a reactionary state. And when you have a lot of incoming, which you, 
yeah. we, we try and look for patterns in our life, right? Interrupting patterns, things that aren't working for us, but we're all shaped by our experiences and our, our childhood and our background. So speaking of that, Rebecca, why don't you tell us a little bit about where you're from? Who are you? How, how did you become this person that we know and love today? So the very quick version is I'm actually from Cleveland, Ohio. And up until about 19 years old, I had just been banged around. I came into the world with rashes. Um, seems like not a big deal, but they were head to toe until high school. And um, I just dealt with a lot of like the bullying and trying to figure out who I was and how I, uh, and then I like, I, I naturally have a very deep sort of mind. I want to know the motives. I want to know what's behind everything. It just drives me. And I really, really, it gives me energy because I'm so interested in it. And so even after the rash is left and I always joke and say, God must've known, like I couldn't go anymore with that. Um, once they cleared up, and just went away, I still carried that with me, like the stories that a lot of us carry, that, you know, it's the finding yourself and figuring out who you are. And I had to knock around and bump around in this world for, you know, quite a few more years and um, trying to figure out who I was. And even at 19, um, I got this amazing set of cassette tapes that really did change my life. Um, they, you know, when I, when I heard the thought or the concept that you could create your world, that you had some control, I was like, what? I have to find, like, if this could work, it has to work. I have to figure out how can I make that work. And um, I didn't implement it right away. I heard it and it's, it's the same thing that I tell people once you hear this information and once you hear certain truths, you never can go back. Like you can't, you can't go back. So even though you do go back, it, it hurts more because you've, you've elevated a little bit. Like with every day you live, you elevate a little bit, hopefully. Um, and so I got that information and fast forward, you know, I'm living life, have my son. And when he's a year old, my husband gets arrested and goes to prison with a sentence that is not one that you come out from under unless you can find things in the case. And we knew that it wasn't real and we knew that there were, there was problems with it, but we were just so young. We were 25. I didn't have a lot of money. He didn't have a lot of money. We didn't have the money to, you know, to get the things done. So I always say everything does happen. If you can, if you can grab onto things and let them teach you, you're in a much better place because there was only two ways to go. Then it was either figure it out and get your life together and do what you could, or just play the victim for the rest of my life. Um, so, you know, when my son was about five, I decided that, you know, I wanted to homeschool him, that I had things that I wanted to do. And I really started once my husband went to prison to really start to implement a lot of these things on an everyday basis. So before, oh, I was feeling bad. Oh, let me implement some mindset things. Once that happened, it was like, I didn't care if I was feeling good or feeling bad. Once I came out of that, you know, three or four day black hole of, you know, the sentence and everything that happened, then it was like, okay, every single day, I'm going to be accountable for my life and I'm going to create a better life. And, um, and so when my son was five, I decided to homeschool him and get into real estate all within the, you know, six month time frame. 
And people thought I was insane. They were like, what do you mean you're going to do real estate, number one? Because if you don't have a backup plan, you got to have a backup plan. And I'm just not a backup plan person. Um, and so then I took him out and they thought, oh my gosh, what are you doing? You're supporting yourself. You're supporting your son. You're trying to figure this thing out with your husband. How do you think that you're going to do all this? And I couldn't have told you then exactly how it would work out. But what I could tell you is that it would work out. Like we would figure it out. That's and that, we're talking about the grid. Right. And that, and resourcefulness, right? That is that, you know, you can figure it out. And so for the next 15 years, it's just been history. And, and now, you know, we're in a place where my husband is getting ready to come home and I did hang out and I did stay with him and I did, you know, we did live life, not in this victim place, but in this place of living life. And, and the answers came to us. And that's what's so like inspiring to me about life is that if we let it, if we tune in, if we get present, life will give you the answers. You just have to, you know, allow it in. And so that's been my journey. Um, and I did, I homeschooled my son through all of that. I didn't have a backup gig ever. Um, and was able to do that and make a good living. And then last year when he went off to school, I kicked it up a notch, took my business to a whole different level and, um, and got really passionate about teaching people what it is that I've learned. Um, so that people can actually live the life that they want to live because you can. So that's, that's sort of me in a nutshell. Wow, um, Jacksonville, Florida now, but yeah, that's me in a nutshell. So I know Cheryl has had some similar things. And um, so, yeah, I'm excited to hear, hear where, where you've been. Well, I knew some of your story and there are so many similarities, right? It's, it, it's typically the, the person that really wants more out of life, the person that's been kicked around, you know, the, mm -hmm. a, we, we, we said we were somewhat, we've raised our sons alone, right? For the most part. Um, so, so you, 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 you get this masculine energy a little bit, right? Because you're expected to do both and to homeschool and to do real estate. Oh, what year, what year, what year, what year was that Rebecca, when you decided to do that? And that was like 2004. 2005 and then we went through the crash and then that had to but i, I want to say something really quick because you said because we're you know um expected to do both that's why we get this masculine energy and i don't think it's necessarily masculine i just think that we're awesome and i think that oh, we true. made a decision. i think we made a decision and we're going to take credit for that shit like we made a decision to not have to raise both sides but just to be who we are and to raise our kids like period you know what I mean? Like, let's not give anybody any other credit but ourselves. I like that. And they've turned out to be some pretty amazing, amazing kiddos. My kiddo uh, is, is 13, um, so he's, he's be behind Zay a little bit. But very, very interesting that we've got these similarities in background. Um, growing up, I, I um, am from rural area, uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania. I come from a very large family. My mother is the oldest the oldest female of seven children my father is the youngest of 18 children so, i mean farm farming area and um really we grew up um nestled in between an amish farm and a mennonite farm just an hour and a half maybe from yeah. philadelphia an hour and a half north north northeast of philadelphia and but i wouldn't get to philadelphia until i was 19 years old what yeah a little bit crazy isn't it and, <laughs> yes. 
I had um, an aunt who had married this um, really savvy, sophisticated, sharp dressing uh, business guy from from uh, from New York City and had moved to our area. So I had my eye on them and they saw something in me at a very young age and challenged me all along the way to to just level up. And I saw that and I wanted so much more out of life. And um, so so basically that, you know, the, the, my early be, my, my early beginnings and um, I moved to Tampa. I was in a terrible car accident and I thought that I I thought it would, I, I saw the light, I, my car was on fire, I saw it, I couldn't get out, I put my head back, and I saw the light, I was coming, Jesus, I'm coming, <laughs> it, it was after that, that I just decided enough, you know, life is short, and mm -hmm. I want more out of life, I started, um, I was fortunate enough to start to model a little bit, that took me out of my area, and I was able to see LA, I was able to see Florida, um, the, the Winston girl that traveled the NASCAR circuit. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I didn't know these things about you. So that was my introduction to the outside world. And, you know, it was fascinating. And growing up in such a myopic area, I had this pendulum that swung that I was like, yeah, it's a big world out there. And I didn't know it. So I think that's where I have this passion. And I want to show my son the world. We do a lot of world travel because there is so much to see. An education and education. Oh, yes. So, yeah. um, and then um, essentially, I didn't realize the importance of education until I came here. Um, so, I put myself through four years of school and got myself into the community college and really, really um, focused on, on the grades when you're paying for it, right? It's a different experience. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, but I was able to get some scholarship money to uh, be admitted to the University of Tampa honors program and um, graduated just before I turned 30, really. Nice. So, yeah, and I came out of that and I did some social work. My heart was, my heart is in giving and I thought that I'd be a teacher or something that I would give back. Um, and I was a social worker for a while and um, then I discovered the real estate world in 2001. So okay. here I am we, 18 years later and um, having an amazing real estate career and an, an amazing journey and amazing experience. But I too had a situation in which I raised my, my, my son um, until he was eight years old. His father hadn't, hadn't really lived here, hadn't lived here at all. And he moved from Edmonton, Canada back here in 2000, at the end of 2013, December of 2013. So at that point, um, I was able to, to grab some space the Wednesday and the other, every other weekend. But apart from that, I was on the hustle, Rebecca. I was making yeah. meat and just, just do, do, do. And when you're in that state, I mean, you really don't have the luxury or you, you just don't know. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. You can't, you know, when it, when it looks like a certain way and, you know, you don't. Rebecca, Sorry. thank you for giving me the space to tell my story. It really is not a comfortable thing for me to do. I yeah. was, was, was actually challenged in Toastmasters a couple of weeks ago to do that, to do that, to, because we talk about the doing and the left, operating in the left brain world, right? And I have mastered yeah. my craft as an, uh, my tra as an appraiser and real estate, mm -hmm. but, but life 
the, the beauty of life, the color of life happens in the right brain. <laughs> so I've been mindful well, of it. Right. Yeah. I agree. And I think that, and you'll have to forgive me, my camera is awkwardly positioned, so I'm struggling a little bit with where to look. Um, but <laughs> we'll fix this as we go. But, um, you know, yeah, I think that it's so important that we really look at, and this is just a first, a first layer of stories, right? Because there's, there's so much to that. But I really think it's important that we look at that first layer. And I remember a point where I was telling a story that wasn't serving me about growing up. And I thought, how long do you want to tell that story? Right. Like, why are you telling that story? And it's so important. And because when you talk about story, I think it's really important that we really go back and make our stories work for us. Because so much, instead of working for us, they're holding us in these old vibrations and these old patterns that just aren't relevant anymore. Like, how long do you want to talk about what happened? Because what I know for sure is the more you talk about it and the more you justify it and the more you bring it into your experience, the more your experience is going to reflect that. So it's like, at what point are you willing to let go of that and stop having to be right or be validated and just validate yourself and move the hell on? And that's what I had to do. You know, I learned that the hard way through my own experience. So I, I love so, that. So, so good and so poignant because I, on the other hand, um, you know, there were a lot of great things from my childhood. You know, my parents are good yeah. people. They're still with us. They're still together. And they taught me the value of hard work and how to have a generous heart. And they have yeah. huge hearts. And, you know, it, 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 it's when you embrace everything, when you embrace and not living in the story, but gosh, that's part, that, that's all part of the beautiful journey. Yes. You know, where did it get you what did it get you and that's the thing like somebody could tell the story of for instance uh, my husband and that story could be very devastating and and it, it hasn't been all amazing right there's been plenty of things to work through but where you know and i i'm always and i'm going to preach checking in with yourself to see where you feel forever because that's really what it's about when when i tell that story i want it to feel empowering all of our stories could go either way i mean unless it's like you won the lottery but even that probably somebody could take it and make it negative but it's like every story has that ability you know what i mean so you know the stories that you've had and I've had to rewrite and figure out something different have made us more powerful, I think. Oh, I agree. And, you know, the, the intention of us coming together is really just to share the, 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 the little lessons, the, and, you know, how, we, how we've dealt with things and how we see mm -hmm. things. It's not for everybody. Sometimes I wish that I were that person that I'd be happy you know, I would have been happy just staying where I was. And that's the easy way, right? If we, we stay, we stay in that track that we know and is comfortable, but the, the path that I had chosen caused me to, I had to level up time and time yeah. and time again. And therefore I'm this huge study, diligent study of human behavior and mm -hmm. self-improvement and, yeah. and, 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 and really, this is what I, this is the message that I want to get out because if we as single mothers, what we had done, Rebecca, is absolutely remarkable looking back. So if right. we as single mothers could do this, anybody can do this. 
you know, oh, where, where do you start? Where do you start is, I think is, is, is the question a lot of people have. And a lot of it is about unpeeling some things before mm-hmm. moving forward. And I might be jumping ahead here, but life is hard and we get stuck. We get stuck. And you know, every day you, we were talking the other day about the uh, seven energy or the seven levels of energy leadership. And I was thinking more on that because every day we vacillate between, you know, the lowest, the lowest levels to the highest levels, you know, the lowest being, you know, just maybe get just getting, getting out of bed and getting moving. And then the highest level is when we're operating and not just physical energy, but creative energy as well. Every day we're up and down on that and then find yourself in a rut where you're living on a low energy vibration for day in and day out, week in and week out and month in and month out. And before you know it, you're, you're 182 pounds. <laughs> that, right. that is part of my recent story, right? In December of 2016. But, um, I just love talking, talking with you and, and, and sorting things through. I love having strong women in my circle, in my tribe, someone that's not going to be afraid to, to, to check my thoughts and right. challenge me to think differently in our belief systems. Yeah. And I think, you know, I do think, so when I first started doing energy work, um, speaking of the seven levels of energy, and I'm not I don't know exactly what those levels are, but I I could get it. I get what you're saying. And I agree. There is an ebb and flow. And, but I also think that the goal, well, two things I want to say about that is one is I think a lot of people are comfortable, but they're not happy. And I think that that's this big movement where like, yes, you could stay where you are, but you're not happy. It's like, you're getting, you're, you're just comfortable, you know? And I think that that's, I think there's a lot of people in that space. They're getting the things. It looks good from the outside. It's comfortable, but they're not happy. And they're going, what is the deal? Like I have the things I said I wanted. I, I created the vision board. I went and got the things. I did the things, but I'm still not happy. And that's really, to me, what I love to talk about is that piece where happiness and really happiness is connected to physical and joy is connected to internal that in my mind, like that's sort of my breakdown of those two. So I'm always looking for joy. Joy is that feeling that's from inside, right? So it's like you, you could be comfortable and happy, but how do you get to joy? Because joy is where like the real fun stuff is. That's where, you know, you don't need the things, the things are there, but you don't need the things. Right. Um, and so, and for the set, the seven levels, piece of it. I think the goal too is like when I started this and I was 19 and I was in despair and depression and victim, like I was just in this space and did I find happiness? Sure. And did I find these things? Yes. But the, the goal and what my goal has been throughout my life is to level up my low so that I level up my high, so that I'm always moving up. So my low is never as low as it has been. You know, my low is only as low as I am now. So, cause we get these vibrational ranges of energy. And so it's your range versus just this big range that everybody falls in. It's like my low could be overwhelmed and it actually is my low is overwhelmed because that stresses me out. And that's where my low is. My low is not usually in depression anymore unless something crazy you know is situational so it's finding you know leveling yourself up your unique space versus 
you know, it being a, something that covers everybody. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I know exactly what, what you mean. And in full transparency, you know, I would think that those also, as, as well as elevating, that they, they gap a little bit, that you're more of a steady eddy. You know, there was some of the feedback that I've received, not particularly in, from one person, but, you know, life teaches you, right? If you're open to it, you know, like you, you hear your messages. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. I have this overwhelming sense of passion and zest for living. And, um, you know, I had a real hard time channeling my energy. You know, I, I, you know the surgence of, of joy up here. And then, you know, down here, I'm like, well, life is hard, right? <laughs> so, so you know, I needed to manage my energy. And then also, when you have that great energy, you tend to attract a lot of people. And those people, they're looking for a little bit of that happiness and that joy and that energy. And they want to take it from you, too. So then there was a point where I was working on protecting <laughs> my energy. So... I think maybe I think you're onto something there, uh, Rebecca. The, um, the, the 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 levels of joy, because that is the sustenance. Happiness is fleeting. The the inner joy yeah. is really what we're 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 after, right? No, I yeah, I completely agree. And and people are very confused on what feels good too. I mean, I have conversations with people, and I say did you have a good day or how are you feeling? Like, not, not bad. It's like not bad and good or two different things. And I think they're just, it, it takes a lot of um, self-reflection to um, really figure out what feels good and what are those things? Is it excitement or is it joy? Is it, you know, like where are those things? And, and I love what you touched on about people wanting to take it and yet, when I think about what I teach, I feel like, like, okay, then where is our responsibility in it? And so I'm always looking for where are we in that? Where is my attention in that? Where is my place in that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. How do I gain control? How do I sit in a space where I'm not, you know, having to be as reactionary versus where I can be more on the offense? You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, all of that is good stuff. I'm so excited to get down the line and really dig deep because because um, that's where the good stuff is, like when you really start chatting back and forth about this type of stuff and getting down to it. Well, I got to tell you that it's not, it's not extremely comfortable, um, but it's raw, it's real, it's, you know, yeah. all of our vulnerability is really, you know, where, where you get to the, where you get to the core of stuff. And you know, we, we, we look like we've got this perfect life on, on Facebook, right? Because why put negative energy out there in the world? Because there's so much of it. And I don't want to be that person. I want to be that contributor of positivity and joy. And I've been accused of being a Pollyanna for it. But, you know, it, it, it isn't perfect. It isn't ideal. And no. that was one of my struggles, um, too, because I always thought that, okay, so I'm coming from this myopic world my ideal life looks like this. It looks mm-hmm. like this. And if I come up short of that, oh, right. then something, that is a source of unhappiness, right? We have this expectation yeah. of ideal. And what, what inspires me so much about you, Rebecca, is that you are very much a go with the flow. Um, 
you know, I, I'm strong in my faith. I do have faith that things will work out, but I tend mm -hmm. to have a habit and I've been conditioned to make shit happen. <laughs> well, and we're not different in that way. I just do it differently than you. Like when my son went to college and I wanted to make shit happen um, or get shit done, like my bracelet says, you know, I like over tripled my business. And it was because that's what I wanted at that time. I think what I'm good at is figuring out what I want and it not having to look the way society wants or the way even I thought maybe it would be. You know, when I was homeschooling my son, I always say I was having six figure years, even though it wasn't in money. It was in happiness. It was in joy. It was in, it was in the things that meant the most to me then. And I figured out how to prioritize that and say, okay, this is what my happiness looks like. It doesn't matter if it matches up to somebody else. It doesn't matter if it matches up to a dream I had two years ago. This is what I want now. And then allowing that. So I think that's really because I'm a very, um, you know, hustle. I love the process of hustling. I love the process of getting it done. I'm just so, so passionate about doing the energetic pre-work first so that when you take that first step, it has so much more impact. You know, one step is a thousand steps when you've actually done the energetic work first. And so when I wanted to level up my business, I didn't have to go until midnight every night and work 17 hour days and not sleep and never see my family. No, I tripled my business and went to every single football game of my son's, went to see him almost every weekend, took trips, did the things I wanted to do and did that. And that's because when you are energetically sure and you know what it is that you want, and you can get behind that and line that energy up, you just have to have it. Like, it just is what it is. So that's what I'm passionate about is that. Brilliant, piece. brilliant and wise. And when I say that, I'm certainly not patting myself on the back. I think oh, no. operating in that space of, you know, constantly keeping your legs moving and hustling and making shit happen mm -hmm. and getting stuff done. I, I don't, I see that as a negative. I, I really think that we need to be in flow. I think that we need to, um, we, 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 and, and, and really that comes from having a scarcity mindset. You know, you and I both experienced the downturn of the market. Oh, those were yeah. some tough, tough years. Yes. And, um, you know, you, you, no matter what you did and no matter how hard you worked, you know, the, it, it was really difficult to, to reap rewards. But as we mature, as we get older, as we, um, you know, this EXP opportunity has been an absolute blessing for me because it's given me some space and it's given me some room. Um, and, and, and I can step back a little bit and get off the hamster wheel of production and really contemplate what I want for my life and for my son's life. Um, and, 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 and finally, you know, Rebecca, had I met you four years ago, I, I, I certainly, these conversations we have wouldn't have been just as you heard those cassette tapes a long time ago. And I had that moment too, by the way, I had discovered when I was maybe 20, 20, the um, Earl Nightingale, Leave the Field series. Oh. I don't know if you've heard of that. That, that was a moment for me too, but you, you, it just, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's an aha, but it's not, you can't change. And I heard you say that earlier on this call that you heard it, but you really didn't do much about it at first. What was that cassette series for you? So for me, it was Abraham Hicks. I mean, it was law of attraction and it was on every area and they, you know, went through, it was the very first recording they ever made. 
And for me, it was just, yeah, it was, it was a, a, an aha moment and something that, and I think the reason I'm so passionate about law of attraction is that, and, and, and I know it gets a bad rap. Like I know, I get it. You know, people are like, it's about things or it's, it's bull crap. You have to work. And yes, you do have to work. And, you know, to your point, yeah, I've been in those spaces where I have hustled and I, and I didn't use what I know to get what I want or to get in those spaces, but you do work. You just take inspired action and it's just a totally different thing. But you know, hearing that and just seeing so many people talk about it in ways that is not accurate, it drives me, what doesn't drive me nuts, it makes me go, you know what, when you're willing to take accountability across the board and when you're willing to apply concepts across the board consistently, these concepts, that's what has changed my mind. It's what has molded me into who I am because those concepts, what I love about them is they don't play favorites and they, there is no, I can see it. It's black and white. Um, it, it takes into account two things that I'm very passionate about two two main stories in my life, which is one is that you treat people the way you want to be treated, not the way they've treated you. You know, you treat people the way you want to be treated. It's the golden rule. And that, you know, faith the size of a mustard seed. And I can remember sitting in Baptist church when I was young and we didn't, we weren't consistent with it, but you know, when we would go, I would hear it and I would listen. And those are two things that came out of that, that run through me so deeply. And I, so I feel like I resonated because it was like, Hey, with faith and with, you know, taking care of you so that you can treat people the way you want to be treated. It just made sense to me. So that it was huge. And it's, I, it still is. It's just like such a, a big player in my life. That intrigues me and that fascinates me. And up until maybe a year ago, I thought Abraham Hicks was a he. So that will tell you my experience with that. Uh, and I finally, I finally, Rebecca, know that it's L-O-O-A and not L-O-I. L-O-I. <laughs> Well, I kind of liked LOI. I mean, I was, I was thinking we should call that the name. Like it's our letter of intent, you know, it's like our letter of intent to the universe. I don't know how many times we had conversations that I just could not get that right. That's so funny. No, I love it. I love it. But yeah. if, If just by chance somebody is watching this, somebody that has an intention of bettering themselves, making making their life better and you know there's something to say about those that are completely content with their steady eddie their who they are and you know if if, 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 if you've got what you want what you've set out for them hats off nope I yeah people, but there's but i, I think still, but i think that's a misnomer I, I i'm not sure cheryl i think i don't mean to cut you off but i think it's a little bit of a misnomer because i think that our i think that we are constantly evolving. That doesn't mean you have to want something different, but I think energetically, I think, you know, we're, we're always evolving. So yeah, you can be, yeah, you could be steady Eddie, but I feel like you still, that is an innate desire in just humans in general is to evolve. So anywho. Well, the one short constant is change. The conditions are always, always moving around for sure. Yes. Yes. 
This has been a great conversation. Could you imagine in a year and we've done 52 of these where we'll be and how what I love about it and why I love teaching what I teach and doing the things that I do and even why I love real estate is because you're always learning. And even though it's like, oh yeah, you've been looking at this stuff or listening, you know, I've listened to thousands of hours, I've done this, and I'm sure you have in, in the things that you know really well that are like your passion. And it's like, but you always can learn. There's always that next level and that's what excites me. It's like, what's the next distinction? What's the next thing that I can kind of hone down and go, oh, this is this, but then it's going to change again. So it's like this evolving thing. So I love it. I'm so excited for the next, next episode and the next episode. And, and eventually we'll be live. If we get our technology yeah, together. Monday we will be live, but yeah, you make a great point that we have to be flexible and we can't have this idea of what, you know, black and white, this is what it's supposed to look like. You know, even if you're right. close enough to get there and build that, everything's going to change around it. Yep. Conditions change. Yep. So life is uncertain, isn't it? And we really need to get comfortable with the fact that life is uncertain. Being okay with it. I completely agree. And yeah, no, it's good stuff. This is, this is all good stuff. And I think our industry and real estate, but the world in general and entrepreneurs, and I think people are starting to realize that there is this connection and there's more to it. And um, so, yeah, so I'm excited. I've been waiting for this time for a long time. So <laughs> this is good I stuff. Excited, especially coming off of last week, I think that there was so much frenetic energy out there in the world with Holy Week and all of the attacks against that. And I don't know about you, but in my own, my own world and business and relationships, things were a little frenetic. So I am super, super stoked to be starting this Monday on this note. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your gifts with me today and everybody else. With hey, that. you too. No, I love it. I love the insight and you know, yeah, this is going to be amazing because we do have um, very complimentary energy and um, I love that we're both outspoken and we don't get offended. You know, being offended is a choice. And I love that we don't choose that with each other, um, even when we have differing opinions. And I think that's when you can really get down to it and really get some good stuff. So, yeah, yes. Awesome. Yeah, yes. All right, sister. Have a great, great day. And yeah, you too. We will see you soon. We'll be, we'll be back next week. That's right. Mindset Moxie. Living right. mindful. Not mindful. Not mindful. Signing off. We need a graphic like this. We do. I thought about that too for a logo. We'll work on it. Yeah. Signing off.